Hello everyone, welcome to Data Next podcast. This is your host Zeeshan Beg. I am founder and CEO of Data Next Solutions based in Chicago, Illinois. At Data Next, we take care of all your cloud big data and DevOps computing needs. So today's topic is understanding what is cloud transition, how our processes and practices are changing with cloud computing, what we used to do and what we are doing now. So without any delay, let's dive into it. As we all know, the industry is currently going through a very large transition. We are moving away from the world of private data centers, VMware-based solutions to more how we can embrace public clouds like uh, AWS, Azure, or Google Cloud Platform. As we go through this change, it's, it's not a simple change of a couple of tools or slight change of a process. It's a complete mindset. In my opinion, it's not a technology shift. It, it's more of a business shift. Uh, you can see decade ago, companies like Uber, Airbnb, Spotify, they didn't exist. And they are the perfect example how to do business in the modern world of startups. In a nutshell, we are moving away from the world which was more static to the world which is now more dynamic or elastic, uh, where things are coming and going very quickly. It's not something that you have an application running for years and never bother to update or upgrade or change it. And... um, uh, but as we go deep into it, uh, it breaks a lot of things uh, like how we write application, how we package application, how we deliver apps, how we secure it, how we coordinate with one another. And with that, I, I would like to share my experience, like uh, how things have changed, how we used to do things before in the world of application development, how we used to secure our apps, how we used to network infrastructure operations. And now with cloud computing, how the processes and practices are changing. So first, uh, I would like to touch how development process is changing. We used to write big monolithic apps where we bundle all application logic inside one big giant piece of code. It was hard to deploy, manage. And when you find any bugs or issues in the code, the entire app was impacted. So you have to actually make the app offline and do some hot fixes into it. And uh, because of that, it was not very efficient. Uh, Later, we moved towards more service-oriented design, um, or SOA, where we divided apps into services. Uh, But that requires expensive middleware to manage and maintain, and it was, again, became a burden and uh, not very efficient. And today, we are developing more apps using microservices approach, where we are breaking applications into various APIs, deploy them using containers. And this approach has several benefits and drawbacks as well. Uh, The benefits are the code is small and manageable. Uh, You can write uh, APIs in any language. So polyglot design works well here. Debugging is easy. Any issues, it impacts the API only. Um, as API writes to its own database, so uh, so it impacts only that API, so it doesn't impact the whole application. But there are drawbacks as well, and mainly it's be- become basically a deployment is complex, and security is a little bit tricky, like how you will basically do the communication between uh, different APIs, make them proper orchestration and stuff like that. 
Also, recently, serverless application uh, is also gaining popularity. The biggest benefit of serverless platform is that you don't have to worry about managing compute services such as EC2 instances or VMs. Uh, you pay as how many times you call the uh, API, uh, like your functions. Uh, in the serverless model, you don't have to maintain any compute services, like I said. So it's but it's a different mindset. You have to design your application to cater for that. And there are like, again, the complexity comes with the serverless application as well. But that's where I see the trend is going. I love working with serverless. Um, we have few customers who work with the serverless platform. And uh, uh, the most uh, common use case I see is the uh, we have like a static website built in React.js or AngularJS. And uh, you have different links on the site and every link basically triggers a Lambda function uh, using serverless uh, platform and uh, do the all the computing. And many customers are doing because to save uh, on compute services, you don't have to run uh, a compute service like e EC2 instance for 24 hours just to serve some API. So that is the best way to leverage serverless so that was our development process, like how we used to write monolithic applications and now we are doing more microservices. And because of that, our operation process is changing as well. Now we are working in more agile way. Traditionally, the application development was done by a different team and hand over the code to operations team to manage and maintain it. And that process was not efficient in my opinion, but a I mean, uh, I see still many places uh, keeping that process. Uh, but now you have heard the term DevOps, which is like the combination of development and operation. So now the team who writes the code are responsible to deploy, manage, maintain, and support it. Infrastructure-wise, uh, we were used to work with dedicated servers where scalability was limited. Uh, you have to estimate the capacity before you start the project and uh, you have to invest it, buy the hardware, wait for weeks to hardware to come and then you have to install all this machinery, like make sure you have the physical location to put that stuff as well. Now with cloud computing, we are more moving towards more on-demand, infinite scale and heterogeneous systems. Now with a click of a button or in fact a voice command, you can launch your infrastructure in minutes. On the network side, uh, because of the on-demand and dynamic infrastructure, it uh, changes the way we used to network things. We used to have uh, host-based static IPs uh, where we put uh, like, for example, we have the IP 192.168.1.5 is going to be our database server for next possible 10 years. And uh, and that IP was actually hard-coded inside your middleware, your applications, and everywhere. And for example, you have to do the disaster recovery or something. You have uh, you have to change that IP all over all over the places. And now with the containers, dynamic infrastructure, your network uh, they are mutable, so they can be destroyed anytime. Uh, with cloud computing, you cannot rely on your infrastructure that the, your VM is going to be up forever, like uh, we think with our, our on-prem applications. So you have to design your application the way uh, 
to leverage that so your infrastructure is mutable you can destroy and uh, create the infrastructure again and over and over again so uh, design your application accordingly and everything what i talked about uh, changes the way we secure our apps we were used to define four walls around our architecture for example in a three-tier application design we divide our security into two main areas. For example, we say that this area is our DMZ, where we don't trust any traffic and internet is allowed to that zone. Uh, we put uh, firewalls between our DMZ and LAN area. But the problem is that a firewall rules usually works with the IP addresses. And when you have infrastructure and network that could change anytime, you can't define security based on IP addresses. To solve that, we work with now identity or entitlement-based security where uh, we can define very fine-grained security policies to control who is allowed to use which services and which function those users can perform. So this ends today's episode. We talked about cloud transition, how we used to work, and what is the latest trend in development, operations, infrastructure, networking, and security. Hope you enjoyed listening to today's podcast. Please subscribe, rate, review, and share. And you can contact me on podcast at datanextsolutions.com and follow me on Twitter at IAMZSeanBake. I can spell it I-A-M-Z-E-E-S-H-A-N-B-A-I-G. That is B for boy. I'll see you next week with another topic. Till then, have a great day.